Thank you. All right, that's good. I appreciate that. Uh, but now we've got to give one up for Jesus, haven't we? this is not my first time in y'all's town, city, whatever it is. I came over here last year, my, t my team from Mexico did. We ride bicycles. And we spent the night over here in a hotel. I, I got up early, couldn't sleep, so I was riding around praying for y'all's city, and now look where I'm at. Look at that. That's really something. I really am impressed with the Holy Ghost. Jesus. Well, I'm uh, I'm not in a hurry, you. Jesus. Well, I got to introduce some people to you. Uh. Joy Lynn, will you please stand up? My oldest daughter is with me, 15 years old. <laughs> Luis Alberto, stand up in that chair, buddy. My little buddy there, there you go. <laughs> Luis Alberto is a full-blooded Mayukiche Indian. God blessed us with him to be our son. Holy Ghost. Jesus. Uh, Mrs. Hogan, would you please stand up? Yeah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. All right, here's what we're going to do. Uh, for y'all that don't know us, we, uh, I grew up in Louisiana. My daddy was a Southern Baptist pastor. He hated the devil. And he loved Jesus. He taught me how to hate the devil. And he also taught me how to love Jesus. That's good. I'm fourth generation pastor, preacher. Been at it a while in our family. I don't think we're going to change. I raised my kids to preach the gospel. You raise yours to go down here to Silicon Valley and make a living. I raised mine to cast out devils. <laughs> we'll see who has the greater reward one day. Jesus. That old BMW you drive around is going to rust out in about five years. Them souls never rust out. Hallelujah. Woohoo! Jesus. 
<laughs> oh, boy. You know, you'd think I'd be intimidated, but I just, I leaned over to my wife. I just wonder why I'm not afraid. I fight some of the best and biggest demons that there is, and I'll just tell you, your demons in California ain't big enough. My God is bigger. Yeah. Holy Ghost. Our work right now is doing really good. Has been doing really good for the last 25 years. We're doing really well. We're fighting devils and hating them and winning. Every now and then we lose. We recover, regroup, attack again and win. We fight till we win. Jesus. Okay, go to Luke 3. I want to read this verse to you. I really like this verse. I, re I read it a lot when I just get to know some people because I feel power here. I feel like this is going to be nice. I like to go places and feel power. It don't matter if it's devils or God. I like to feel power. Jesus, this is godly power here. I prefer this one. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Most of the places I get to go to, you have to put up with the power feel of the demon. But not so tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Luke 3. Our work is winning about somewhere around, we're, we're knocking down around 1,000 new converts a month right now. We're pulling the rug out from under the demon. Our work is getting really large. It's uh, right around 350 churches now. It's big. There's been, I don't know how many tens of thousands of miracles. Every part of the human body has either been healed or recreated. So I'll be telling you all kinds of stories. Uh, dead raisins, blinded eyes, lame, cancers, tumors, uh, creation miracles, growth miracles, everything. God's amazing. Jesus. We've been having visitation in our work for the last three and a half years. Uh, we, we didn't need reviving. We were doing well. Uh, I know most people pray for revival. We didn't have to have that. That was not a part of our prayer. Please revive us, God, because none of us were dead. We were all on fire. We didn't, actually, we was after souls and healing and deliverance, and we bumped into something else. It's called the Shekinah presence of God. And that's what we'll be into here. I don't know a whole lot about you. You know more about me, but I'll learn as we go. The Holy Ghost will talk to me. I want to read this here uh, out of Luke chapter 3. I work with Indians. Uh, actually, right now we're working with 21 tribes. I've learned a couple of their languages. Um, I'm fluent in Aztec. I can speak the old Aztec language. Uh, Moctezuma's kingdom, I can, I can talk. Their language is pretty nice. God's taught me Spanish. I'm presently learning Portuguese and French and German. And the Holy Ghost is good and He's going to teach me all those things because He wants to. 
Jesus. My English is not as good as my Spanish. You just have to put up with that. But anyway, I'm from Louisiana, so don't worry about it. All righty. Holy Ghost. This is what I feel right here. I feel this. Verse 15. The people, that's you and I, were in suspense. I'm reading out the Amplified here. Waiting expectantly. See, that's what I feel like's going on. I feel like I, I can feel a suspense in here. I can feel an expectancy. I feel that you are believing that possibly with, uh, with the mixing of the two anointings, there's a possibility of high caliber, high powered fireworks from the Holy Ghost. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I, I do feel that. And there's, there's a thing I want you all to get a hold of because Jesus... Used to, it wasn't this way because Americans were just lazy. But you're changing, I see. So I've been traveling a little bit here lately, and I was out in uh, Nashville and Atlanta and around. And uh, I see that there's a change taking place in my country, and I'm very blessed about that. There's some hungry people around that are in suspense expecting God to do something. I'm glad about that. I'm glad about that. See, when God come along and touched us in uh, October of 1995, we were not downcast. We were not peaked. We were not on a plane. We were not, we were not uh, out of gas. We were not out of money. We was, actually, we was doing good. We had a, two, three hundred people getting saved a month. Uh, every month, you're getting between one to five dead raisins. You get you get uh, blinded eyes and lame people walking. You get uh, so I, you know, I mean, it was hard for me, difficult for me to see because these people started coming into our work, talking about the wind of God blowing, and they started telling me how bad we needed it. And I look at them and I say, okay. Y'all's ministry, how many of y'all get in a month? New converts. How many new churches y'all starting every month? How many dead raisins are there? How many, how many miracles, bona fide miracles of God are there? Uh, and you're going to come here and tell me that I am, I am behind in the gifts of God because you fall on the floor and shake. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> So here's what you're gonna to have to you're gonna to have to sort this out, all of you that's testing my spirit. You're gonna to have to sort out if I'm a prideful man, if I'm overconfident, if I've seen too much for one human, or am I telling the truth? See, the problem you got with me is. I've never seen a prideful human being raise the dead. You can't prove to me that pride can raise the dead. I can prove to you that it can't. Huh? So one of us is wrong, and it's not me. So There's a couple of subjects I'm convinced we're right on. 
<laughs> Jesus. What was the name of that lake we hiked to this morning? Castle Lake. Yeah, we, my family and I this morning got up. I did 3,000 crunches and 1,000 upper body arm movements and drove up to Castle Lake and went over the ridge and looked at the crags. They're pretty. God let y'all live in a pretty place. It's a good thing I went and did all that so I'd be kind of calm for you. Miss Hogan's sitting there saying, yep, Jesus. See, here's what's going to happen to you. If lupus is harassing you, it's probably going to evade the, evade the power of God here in a few minutes. If Crohn's disease is irritating you, it'll run. Glaucoma, cataracts, tumors, whatever, whatever, whatever is bothering you. I would imagine that it's fixing to start lightening up on you any minute. Because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It's the power of God. It's the gospel. It's the name of Jesus. Because see, you're in expectancy. And when people are in expectant attitude and they're worshiping God with a whole heart, and as I saw several hundred people down here doing, and I was looking around, and most people in the back were doing the same thing. There was quite a few hundred folks here that are honestly calling out for God's power. It'll probably be here. If you came to see a demonstration, you will not be, your feelings will not be hurt. Because God's going to demonstrate. That's just the way He is. He likes to touch His people. He enjoys it. Now then, since we are this expected people, well, what were they waiting on? What was they expecting? They thought John just could possibly, because of the anointing that was around that man's life, they thought just possibly he could be the anointed one, the Messiah. But he quickly said, let me tell you something about him. I know something about him. I am not even worthy to bend over and untie his shoe. No, I'm not the guy. But when he does get here, this is what he's going to do. He's going to baptize you in the Holy Ghost. And fire. That's what it's going to do. That's what my Bible says there in verse 16. It says he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Now then, we read that. Let's go over here to Isaiah, please. 64. Because i got to talk to you because I, I get around folks and people just look at me. They just absolutely freeze. And just look at me. It's like I'm a different sort of a human, or, or I, maybe I'm a half-breed, half-something, and God or human, or how could it be possible that God would allow His power to run through somebody to do the things that I say God can do? It's possible because He said it was possible. It isn't because I'm any different than anybody else. I may have a few talents that you don't have, but you probably have some I don't. I'm diligent. I'm faithful. I don't let anything take me off of what I see as the course. It don't make a difference what its name is. Prices is irrelevant. What's relevant is the feet of Jesus. 
I'm not moving. I'm not interested in your theology, how you can help and enhance me. I get what I need at the feet of Jesus. Well, man, you must be hard to get to. I am. You're right. Jesus can get to me easy. Everybody else has a hard time with that. Right here, I want to read something to you in, in Isaiah 64. I'm reading out of Amplified again. Because I was just over there in a place called Oak Ridge, Missouri. It's right by Branson. Probably 12 miles from Branson. I was sitting there and church was so packed out, it was, they had to pe put people out in gyms and everywhere else. And <clears throat> there was a lady. I remember this lady coming up there, you see. She was in a walker. Y'all know what them things are? Aluminum demons from hell things? Y'all know those things? Jesus. Jesus. She come walking up, and I remember her, the look on her face. I don't because see, I'm not interested. Don't, don't be, a, well, it's hard to be offended at me. I don't care. That's all right. But uh, I'm not going to listen to your calamity half the night. I'm just not going to do it. You done wore everybody out around you talking about it. You're not going to wear me out with it. I'm not going to. I don't want to hear it. I got business. I got to lay hands on folks. I got to let the fire of God run through me. I don't want to sit there and be depressed because you want to believe the devil instead of God. I ain't going to listen to it. Jesus. Jesus. Holy Ghost. Well, where's your compassion? Well, uh, I bear the marks in my body. What do you bear besides an attitude? Huh? The whippings, the stonings. They've thrown me in the river for dead many times. They didn't, God didn't let them kill me. They shot me. Beat me with machetes, clubs. <laughs> they can't. Whip, they can't kill me. <laughs> I reckon that's pretty nice. Es porque Cristo vive. Hallelujah. Es porque Cristo vive. Because Jesus is alive. <laughs> I feel power, man. My God. <laughs> Woo! This is going to get interesting. There just ain't no telling. Come on, fire. 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 See, that woman, I'd already warned them that I wasn't going to sit there and listen to their little sad tale. And it's not that I don't care because I do, but I, when you've got 2,000 people to pray for, if you're going to listen to everybody's story for a half an hour, you'll be there for a few weeks. I just ain't going to do that. I'm just not going to do it. I won't. It doesn't matter to me if you get huffy at me, walk out the door, get in your car and leave. Great. There's a lot of green exit signs here. I don't care. I, I'm just not interested in pleasing you. 
I'm interested in pleasing Jesus. And if you're interested in pleasing Jesus, we're not going to have any trouble. Okay? And this little woman, she's standing there, and I just, I had, oh, she's standing there leaning on that thing. She, her body was in a mess. It was hurting. But I didn't know what it was. And when I got to her, the look on her face, <laughs> she, she needed help. And she said to me, could you please help me, Brother David? I said, I sure can, baby. I reached and got her and held on to her. The Holy Ghost took and flipped her. I, it wasn't my fault. I didn't hit her. My mama taught me not to hit women. My mama taught me to bless women. She taught me what was right. Jesus. Well, I didn't know what happened because it was the last service and she she stayed out a couple of hours and it wasn't my fault. I left, went back to the hotel in the morning. And I got up at three o'clock in the morning and drove to Colorado. So, I, you know, I had I had work to do. I I couldn't sit around and enjoy. I had to go on. I had to get to a fairgrounds. I had this huge horse barn. Had hundreds of people up in it. We had to preach. I can tell when y'all are hungry for God. Jesus. I saw hundreds of people fall where they do cows and horses. I'm talking about stuff was deep. I saw it. And I saw hundreds of people getting blasted by the Holy Ghost. I know you're hungry when that's going on. When you're with my Indians, we don't know any difference because the whole ground's dirt. We don't, you know, it don't matter. But y'all have to have the pretty carpet and the controlled climate and everything else. Or else God just can't move. Jesus. 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 I do appreciate it. It feels good and kind, nice and cool. Feels like I'm on top of a mountain somewhere. Music's great. The atmosphere is just wonderful. It's charged. Joe, when that lady got up, I didn't know that the disease had attacked and destroyed her body the way it did. They told me I got a fax down in my office, and they read it to me over the telephone. I just wept and wept because it was, I've confronted this disease many times and seen God heal it, but this was really something because this lady was, her body was destroyed. It's called Lyme's disease. And when she got up off that floor, she reached and got that walker thing, picked it up over her head, and started swinging it around and running around that church. <laughs> Jesus! This is what we're going to ask God for. Isaiah 64, 1. Since you are an expectant people and suspense has got you gripped, because you don't know what in the world is going to come out of my mouth next, and most of the time I don't either.
I don't just sit down and plan this stuff out. I just get up here and expect the Holy Ghost to do what he said, which is when you stand before kings, he will give you what you need to say. Maybe I should plan it a little better to be more spooky. I don't know. Y'all like spooks. I've noticed that in America. Y'all like people to be real spooky. I, I'm, I'm not. Because I know that that exit door could fly open and somebody could start spraying me with bullets in any minute. I know that. So I'm pretty realistic. I keep an eye on things. Because that happens where I work a lot. So you've got to pay attention. So if you spook off somewhere, you'll have to get killed. Jesus. Jesus. Holy Ghost. You just got to, we're going to pray this together. If that's all right. We're going to. I'm going to read it to you, and then we'll get around to praying after a while. Because you never know when God's leading you. I, you, you. I get into this turmoil. I get in. I'm a human, and I get into the emotions and the and the and the discomforts and the circumstances that build up against you and, and come around you, and you. And so you don't. Sometimes you can't. You can't penetrate any of you. You don't know which way to go. So most of the time, I just choose one and live with it. And see, you tell me, God spoke to me. Really, you're just like me. Life is rough on you. And every now and then it comes to an impasse, you have to choose one. And fortunately, God was in the choice. Because every now and then you choose bad and you get busted. But he always gives you a way out. Always. God does. Thank you for the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Verse 1, 64 Isaiah. Oh, that God would rim the heavens. You know, uh, I have to tell you, we've seen this. It's a spectacular thing. When God comes down the way you think you want Him to come, it's greater than you can think. You've seen some wonderful things, there's no doubt. Pastor was telling me a little bit about it. I was asking him some questions earlier, kind of catch up a little bit on you. Y'all have been blessed. You, you truly, honestly, are blessed to be able to have seen what you're, what you're, and experienced what you're doing. It's great. I, I'm blessed for you. But I'm going to tell you something. One of these days, you're going to be into what you do, and God's going to come here and rim the place. And when He does... When he does, I promise you, you're not ready for it. Don't speak doubt on me. I, won't I don't care if you receive it or not. It ain't going to help you when heaven shows up. You can repel anything you want to. I say it will not make a difference when heaven shows up here. Jesus. Holy Ghost, you're wonderful, great Holy Ghost. See, it's a wind blowing from heaven. <laughs> and that you would come down that the mountains might quake. Now, see, you don't want no earthquake. You say, oh, yes, we want God. Well, when He comes, things move around. especially human beings. I've watched him do this a few times. 
I don't get a whole lot of it in my eyeballs because I'm no different than anybody else. My stamina is a little bit stronger than some of the other guys, as you'll notice after a while. But, but, everybody bites it when the Holy Ghost comes. You know, I've been in these villages where all these unbelievers are that hate us. They hate us. They want to kill us. But when the Holy Ghost comes and rends the heavens, they're out in their front yard shaking like the rest of us and getting knocked out. So I personally don't care what you believe. I really don't. I have seen the greatest warlocks in our hemisphere. I've watched them tremble under the power and presence of Jesus. I've watched the greatest principalities come and manifest in power in balls of fire or changing people into animals or all sorts of strange manifestations. And I've stood my ground and watched the great Holy Ghost rip their power to shreds. Jesus. Jesus. See, I started this trip back at the end of, uh, middle, I guess, of uh, uh, April. What month is this? Is August yet? This is August, right? So I've been on the road a long time. I started over there and uh, landed in Paris, France first, then hopped into Germany. Did some work in Germany. Then we went to Austria. Then to Hungary. Then we went into uh, Switzerland. And then we went into uh, France. And then down into Spain, up into England. Then we left England and went to Australia. From Australia to New Zealand. New Zealand to here. We've been around the world, you see. And, and I've watched the Holy Ghost. Every country says that they've got this problem and that problem and it's difficult for God to move because of this prince and that prince and that power. I rebuke you and that. How about that? Okay. You can't... You just bring your prince right on down here who you fear the most and we'll see if my God can't deal with it. All right? Jesus. Hundreds of people are getting saved in these countries. Miracles in every country. So I personally am a happy fella. Gold dust, silver dust, gold, silver, all, all these things happening because Jesus is king. See, when we, when we got to Paris on the, I don't even remember what month it was, but it was one of these months. I had this guy, this guy that runs around with me who's a prophet. When Ms. Hogan's not with me, this fellow's with me most of the time. I enjoy having him around. He's one of the wildest men I've ever met. His tolerance and my tolerance for evil are the same. Zero. Jesus. He came out of the heavy drugs. I came out of heavy gangs. We get along good. He had to have, I think it was 13 shock treatments. 
And when they racked him, but Jesus delivered him and healed him all at one sweep. You've never met a human being like this. When I, I hope to bring him, maybe one of these days we'll come back. I'll. You never met a guy like that. He's. Uh, you can quote a part of a verse from anywhere in the Bible. He can give you exactly where it's at. His memory, biblically, is astounding. He's my walking concordance. When he's not around, I have to have me a little satchel that's got some books in it. But when he's around, I don't even bother to bring them. Isn't that something? God's power is awesome. But he and I got there. We were having, this was started out to be one of the hardest trips because of resistance that I'd ever been, been through in my life. I, everything went wrong. Everything. There's, and I'm the kind of a fellow that if it's the will of God, it don't matter what, it, what goes wrong, I'm going to finish it. Uh, regardless what it costs, I'll pay. And that's what we were up against. So we got into Paris. Now, there, there's a, some circumstances that took place that's quite, quite interesting. We met these people at the train station in Paris. Couldn't find each other. Because my French is not that good. And their English is the same. So we had a hard time, see, connecting. Finally, I decided I'm going to the hotel and I'm going to get me some sleep. I'm just sleepy. And as I, because the whole train place, it emptied out. And we'd sit there, it was cold. And so we'd sit there for an hour, about an hour and 15 minutes. So I was ready to go. So I was, I was ready to go. I don't want to sit out there in the cold no more. And as I was walking off, this black lady walked up to me. Are you David Hogan? Yep. She said, we've been here waiting and looking. and I said, yep, we've been right over there. So everybody was a little bit disappointed. So we went. And it comes to find out that there's a reason for all these disappointments and circumstances. And it does matter how you handle things. Life presents itself very strict sometimes. And you've got to follow the Holy Ghost. You've got to get over your emotions your own personal desires, and you've got to follow the great Holy Ghost. That's what you've got to do. Jesus. You want to raise the dead? Get over you. You're the biggest obstacle. The devil's not your problem. You are. Jesus. I just told you how to win just, just, just now. Jesus. We were sitting looking at the Bastille Tower. I was looking, of course, it's very famous. I wanted to know the history of it. And so, was it this restaurant? And I'm looking at these two people. They're very fine. They're refined. Their language, their English. I mean, it's just amazing. So I'm looking at them. What you need with us? The lady speaks 11 languages. She was the head engineer for the United Nations. She's entertained pre, uh, uh, presidents, kings, dictators, rulers all over the world. And I'm sitting there looking. I'm just sitting there I'm trying to assess what in the wide world she needs with me. 
Because I'm an Indian worker. I live in the jungle. I live in a hut. I work with Indians. Isn't that something? Every day I leave my house. I live in a really nice block house. Go to a hut. And I sit there. I eat with the Indians. I drink whatever they give us. Doesn't make any difference what it is. And I sit and wait on the demon. Because God's got him in an ambush. Jesus. We're going to beat him. Because God's going to come rend the heavens. You'll see. <laughs> so I'm just, you know, I was real curious to these people because her husband was a Frenchman. She was from India, this lady. Her daddy was the second highest Brahmin priest in all of India. Very powerful people. Very, 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 very powerful. He was a president, CEO of the largest food chain in France. What do you need with me? You've got intelligence. You've got the Word of God. You're, there, there, there's nothing I can teach you scripturally. What, what? That woman just looked at me square in the eyeballs and she said something to me. And it's the same thing you want. I know this now. I know my goal in life for people outside of my country. Just as honest she was to us. She said, do you understand that we have fasted Two weeks for God to bring you to us. All we heard was part of one tape, and we knew it was the will of God for you to be here. <laughs> so we fasted for two weeks. And then the phone rang. Some pastor from somewhere else. There's this man from Mexico that raises the dead. Yeah, we'll take it. We've been waiting on it. So with all of that, God worked all of these things out. Now, I want to know why they want me. You know what that lady told me? This is blunt. We want your bush message. Because we've got everything else and it ain't working. We want simplicity. We want power. I said, now that I can live with. And we walked into there, we went to the hotel, freshened up, they had service all lined up, place was packed out like it is everywhere we're going now. Even though I don't know any of these people, it doesn't matter, it doesn't make any difference. And the, we walked into the office, and when we did, there's this grandma standing over there, dressed just in the Indian dress. And when she looked at us, she fell faint and fell in the chair. Because on the 18th of April, and we left on the 21st, on the 18th of April, she had seen a vision of two men walking into her son-in-law's office. Even to the way we were dressed. And that the Holy Ghost said that to her, they bring the message of life and power 
what you've been seeking. How about that? So even though in your life things may be very difficult, very stressful, very strenuous sometimes, and you come to church and you relieve some of that down here in this altar worshiping Jesus, but most of you, I know you, you pick it right back up and take it right off those doors, will you? You're going to get over that. You're going to learn how to leave it at the feet of Jesus and trust Him a little bit. That was very encouraging because that night when I got up there, my prophet friend prophesied a little bit and I got up and preached some. There was a woman walked up there who was dying with tumors. Do you all know, sure you know what that is? The one on her leg was up there on her high thigh was the largest, very, very large thing. We prayed for her. She just flew through the air. And when she hit the ground, those tumors left her. Yeah. That's right. There was another lady there in that service who had been in a very serious accident years earlier. And they had to fuse her neck together and take one of her vertebrae out and put pins into place. That's rough. She was in pain 24 hours a day. She was a church secretary, believing God for a miracle. We laid hands on her. Of course, we don't know any of these people, just like I have the advantage tonight. I don't know anybody. I don't know elders. I don't know pastors. So, yahoo, we all get treated equal. <laughs> Jesus. Holy Ghost. <laughs> We laid hands on this lady. She flew. There were several gasps. Thinking because she hit on her head. Oh, no. The problem is, the Holy Ghost, while she was down there, created in her a new vertebrae. And took those pins away. And after all these years of pain and suffering... She is now free. Yep. Look at verse 2, would you? I made it past verse 1. Look at verse 2. When fire kindles, the brushwood and the fire causes the water to boil. Let me just tell you something. You put enough fire on it, it's going to change. It is the will of God to boil the water. Holy Ghost needs boiling in you. You figure you got a handle on things. You figure you understand what's going on. Well, I figure you, when enough fire hits you, you're going to realize you don't know what's going on. Because the water is going to boil and things are going to change around you. Listen, I walked up to this lady in uh, St. Louis, Pastor Rick Shelton's church. She was bald-headed. I didn't know why she had that turban on, but when she fell down, I saw she was bald-headed. She was dying with something called lupus. It was eating her organs up, one at a time. They were fighting it with these heavy medicines, but it just, it takes Jesus for that. 
And I was looking at her. I said, man, you're really in bad shape. She said, yes, sir, I am. What do you want me to do, lady? I want you to drive this lupus out of my body. I said, all right, that's what we'll do. I said, now, when this devil's gone, what color hair do you want? Because don't take this any way, anybody. But I notice y'all ain't comfortable, most of you, with the color of the hair you got when God